Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The lights are out. Curry gets to the lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. ATA to Looney. Looney doesn't look at the hoop. Hand off Kaminga. He'll drive. Gets downhill on a jam. Oh, my goodness gracious. Elevating off of this one step in a two-hand slam for Jonathan Kaminga. That came quickly. And tonight really was all about Jonathan Kaminga for the Golden State Warriors. He was the headliner for them coming into this game. And, and I really... Uh, on a night where you know you're not going to have Curry or Draymond or Wiggins or Iguodala or Poole or Porter. Uh, It's a night where Jonathan Kaminga, I think going into it, you'd hope if you're the Warriors that he would wind up being the best player on the floor for Golden State in this ballgame. And and that's exactly uh, what happened for the Warriors. Now, the rest of the game, as the Raptors beat the Dubs 119-100, to Pretty much as expected with all of those guys out and the Warriors maybe trying to, to give guys a, a little bit of uh, some extra time to heal up and rest and avoid any potential pitfalls due to the health and safety protocols getting in and out of Canada and, and getting back here to the West Coast with uh, an opportunity to build on really what wound up being a, a very successful trip, I think, all told for the Warriors as they reached the 30-game mark with a 3-2 and two trip and a 24-6 and six record overall as they'll come home and take on Sacramento on Monday, Memphis on Thursday, and then a week from today is Christmas. So it's right back at it with the uh, three-match uh, of the uh, Warriors and the Phoenix Suns for the Christmas holiday. So 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. It's Warriors Wrap-Up. With John Dickinson here on 95.7 The Game, expected outcome. And I think if you're the Warriors, you accept that you're probably not going to win this basketball game when you make the decision late last night about who isn't going to be playing or isn't going to be making the trip north of the border. And, you know, for a good portion of the game, I, I found myself just kind of thinking, well, this this is what it looks like. And, and I know there were a, a lot of Warrior fans that, that were really excited to get an opportunity to see uh, more of the young players, more of the players that, that are a little bit deeper uh, in, in the rotation play more or, or not in the rotation at all, get uh, opportunities to play. 
And that comes, frankly, at a cost, even against a a middling-type team such as the the Toronto Raptors, a a well-coached, well-prepared team with with some good young talent. Uh, Certainly with Fred Van Vliet and and Scotty Barnes was was just terrific uh, in this one. And, And Van Vliet just lights up every time. Uh, he plays the, the Golden State Warriors. So you, you knew this was going to be a tough one, but it, it didn't really get all that ugly. It wasn't uh, what we saw back in early April when the Warriors went and played the Raptors down in St. Petersburg and, and found themselves down 60 points and, and just looking completely non-competitive. Yes, the Warriors trailed by as many as 30 in this one. Yes, they never led in this game, although it was tied one time. But again, uh, when we had the conversation earlier today on Warriors this week, uh, is it worth it to to not go through the health and safety protocol issues? Is it worth it to try and make sure that Steph and Draymond and Wiggins and and others can get a a little bit of an extended rest and and a mini reset as the schedule shifts to a little bit more home heavy for the next five or six days before that rematch uh, against the Phoenix Suns? I think most Warriors fans accept it and understand it and you know, you're also at that point thinking you got as many wins as you needed on this trip last night to to make it worth it. So then you fast forward to, all right, well, what do you want to see if you're the Golden State Warriors? And really what you want to see is a lot of Jonathan Kaminga. And and Kaminga was tremendous. Like Kaminga almost alone, even though the outcome was pretty much told very early on in this one, I found myself transfixed on on just watching him and and wanting to see how he would play stylistically. Uh, you know, because when he's played, he's tended to look a little bit more like a big than maybe a wing. But tonight, the the wing play uh, I thought was was on full display, and I, I think we got a good taste of of just the skill set for a guy like Jonathan Kaminga and what he's able to to bring to the table, whether it was a nice post-up that that he had early uh, in this one. Uh, He was able to drive from the wing uh, on on Boucher and and dunk it on Boucher uh, early in this one. He missed a double-pump dunk. He was able to drive to the basket again early and get fouled. Uh, Didn't make the shot, but made both free throws. He was drilling threes from the wing. Uh, I, I thought there was one from the top of the key, where he took a, a dribble handoff from, from Kavon Looney and looked very comfortable rising up from from the top of the key. And, and look, that's been something that, that is a big-time, I think, question mark with respect to, to Kaminga's game. Can he make enough shots to you know, be be playable, to not be maybe you know one of the weak links on a team where he can offer some things in, in terms of a- athleticism? And, and does he have to play really firmly like a big or can he play a little bit more like a wing and and I I think the the one thing that stands out is just off of tonight's game and and seeing him get some more run against some NBA level competition I think he showed you more of the total package and the ability to to be more versatile and play more offensively like a slasher and somebody that that can play inside and out and I think that level of talent for the Warriors is it's it's tantalizing. I, I I mean it really is, and and you start to see more and more. I feel like with him getting the opportunity, you know, we talked about it on Warriors Live. You know, who had the, the the best opportunity to maybe earn some more rotation minutes based on the way that they played? And and for me, 
really the only guy that had an opportunity would be Kaminga if he came out and, and played the, the way that he did uh, because everybody else really is is more locked into a regular role uh, on this team, a, a fluctuating role uh, between, you know, you're going to be a guy that's going to play 12 to 14 minutes. Maybe you're, are you a guy that's going to play 20 minutes. Everybody kind of has their own role, and Steve Kerr, he spreads it around, and he does like playing different players, but – uh, and, and he doesn't like anybody to get too stale and stagnant on the bench. But but legitimate rotation minutes in games that aren't like tonight, in games that really, really matter, who had the most opportunity to make the most? And I, I, I think Kaminga uh, Kaminga had that opportunity, and I think Kaminga made a hell of a case that, that he can be uh, a pretty versatile and, and, and useful player for this team as, as he continues his growth. 888-957-9570. Uh, it's John Dickinson, Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7. The game Raptors win it 119-100, to but the story really uh, all told about Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, let, let's get to a couple of phone calls. We'll hear from Steve Kerr as well here. Uh, Al in Alameda gets uh, is tipped off here tonight on Warriors wrap-up on 95.7. The game. What's going on, Al? Yes, hi. Good evening. Thank you uh, for taking my call. Yeah. Yes, I'm just um, kind of puzzled on this. Uh, you know, our starters uh, pretty much – the whole starters are not starting tonight, okay? And I see it like I see in ESPN, and we have uh, Green on knee problem, and Wiggins knee problem, and we got Curry resting, and all these things happening just right now. I mean, I wish some of them could play. We're going toe to toe with uh, uh, Phoenix Suns here. I mean, you cannot just say, okay, you guys going to rest. It's like throwing the game tonight, and people out there. They didn't even, it seems like they only got like 5,000 fans watching the game. Even I didn't even watch the whole game. I said, what the heck? What am I watching? A D-League? I mean, Jesus Christ. I, I mean, Camilo was great in there. And now I could see, I could see uh, Looney without the starters. Boy, he's, I mean, he's nothing. Believe me, without the starters out there, some of these players, Lee is good with, uh, with um, Toscano. He's not him without the starters in there. It doesn't sure. That does, now maybe maybe they're doing this and they want to see who's gonna who's gonna go down, who they're gonna let go when Clay comes in and Wiseman. So I know they yeah, figure it out. Thank, thanks, Al. I'm, I'm gonna jump in here. We appreciate the call. I mean, yeah, this, this was a decision that the Warriors made based on the fact that you know Stephen Curry they they got him a, they gave him the night off tonight. And, and, you know, Draymond's been a little banged up. And Wiggins, earlier in the year, Draymond's been dealing with a right hip, played, played through it. Wiggins left knee soreness. Iguodala hasn't played back-to-backs. Otto Porter Jr. either. And then they lost Jordan Poole in the uh, COVID health and safety protocols, so he couldn't play last night. And obviously that extended uh, into the, the ball game today, and we hope Jordan Poole's doing well. Uh, but, no, this was a, a, a conscious decision to accept – a three and two trip for the Golden State Warriors, and and look, I I get it, Al. I understand. I mean, there there you're not alone among the fan base that wants to see Stephen Curry play every single game possible and feels, you know, uh, uh, cheated. It's probably too strong of a word, but but he is so great and such a must watch that it. Look, if you feel that way and and you're bummed out that you didn't get a chance to see him play tonight. I, I totally get it. Uh, you know, I tend to, while I understand why the Warriors did it, uh, you know, I tend to not like that. And, you know, 
it it winds up being a scenario where you take your sixth loss and you look at the standings now in the the Western Conference and you dip behind the Phoenix Suns who are are 23 and 5 at the, you know at the moment. So for the time being, uh you know, it, it, it that's something that you're going to have to to overcome at some point later on in the year, but what the Warriors did believe was that the benefits of giving those guys the night off are going to pay dividends later on in a big time way and prevent injury or keep a player fresh to where maybe you win a game or you win a group of games later on. And, and you just, you just own it. The Warriors don't do it a lot. Other teams do it a lot more (laughs) than the Warriors do. Uh, But I definitely am not going to quibble with anybody that, that doesn't like when a team shuts their guys down uh, although, again, I think if you were going to make a case to do it, uh, you know, the mere fact that if you have somebody pop up with a positive test, they may not be able to come back with you into the country. Uh, that That's enough, I think, to, to make sure that, that you wind up, you know, all right, we'll send everybody back to the Bay Area and make sure that you have Steph and, and Draymond and Wiggins and all those guys for the games that are coming up uh, over the course of the next week. All right, let's get dirty in Alamo uh, up next here on Warriors Wrap Up. 888-957-9570. Hey, Dirty. Hey, what up, John? Yeah, uh, I'm actually in Alum Rock. Uh, it's uh, east side of San Jose. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, that, no I, problem. I was a little distorted when I said it. But anyways, uh, I wanted to touch on what the caller said and what, what you said also. Um, I wanted to say, you know, th- what the Warriors are doing right now is important. I know that it's boring uh, to sit starters, but we're being safe. Uh, this Christmas game's coming up. This uh, huge return of Clay Thompson, we don't know what the heck's going on with that. We got to just stay ready and we got to be safe about everything. So I applaud, I applaud them for that. And I love seeing Kaminga on the contrary. Um, when we drafted him and I seen him in the G League, I mean, it doesn't matter what I think, but I'm like, yo, this kid, when he bulks up, is the next in a Kupo. I'm not kidding. Uh, that's, that, that's how I felt. And a lot of fans, they're excited to see him as well. People that I watch the games with, they're like, man, this, this guy is like getting slowly polished for these playoffs because Kerr. He's, he's smarter than all of us, man. He will uh, do something secretly, and then you'll see a weapon unleashed in mid-series. You know, something, something to just throw a monkey wrench in the whole thing, right? But uh, another thing that I wanted to say was Wiggins had all that talent in Minnesota. He was bored. He was tired of it. He didn't get the love he deserved. He came over here, and it was almost like a JaVale McGee situation. We turned something that was going to go – probably down the drain and probably just suffer a career, you know, something like uh, Stafford in Detroit or something like uh, Rivers in San Diego, you know, and, and we brought him over here and just the motivation to play next to Curry, to play next to the Splash Brothers, to play under Kerr, this championship DNA runs in everybody when they get here. And these guys that are in the D League, they could be starting on other squads and possibly on the – I mean, possibly starting – but for sure on somebody's bench in the NBA. I'm really proud of the guys. I know I'm taking up too much time, but I'm going to end it on this. The Warriors are smart, and they're smarter than a, than a lot of people in the league. And I know that they're doing something, and they got something in the back pocket and up their sleeve. Thanks for taking the call, man. All right, appreciate it, Dirty. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. John Dickinson here on Warriors Wrap-Up. Raptors beat the Warriors tonight 119-100, to but really the story of this one, Jonathan Kaminga, he goes for a career-high 26 in this one, 9 of 15 overall, uh, 4 of 6 
from three-point range. All right, let's uh, let's keep it moving on the phone lines. Let, let's get Robin in the city in uh, right, right now here on Warriors Wrap-Up. Hey, Robin, how are you? I'm fine, JJ. Listen, uh, sweetie, you don't have to quibble, but I, I, I can quibble. Uh, I, 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 sure. You know, it kills me. I can't stand illogical thinking here. It was announced, okay, it was announced why the players would not be playing, okay? This was a, it was a game, unbearable, sure, but this was, this was an excellent opportunity to give those guys you know, some playing time. And the whole notion that Looney is nothing without the starters, what do you think and who do you think Looney is to begin with? I mean, it just it defies logic to me, J.D. And the last thing I want to get my rant off is this. I really – have you ever met someone, J.D., that you went to school with or who you knew in your life and they were just winners and they had this reputation and then years later you find out, oh, yeah, you vouch for this person this guy because they're living off that same reputation. I think that's what the sure. Warriors uh, fans are doing here. Is this a good squad? Yes. Is this a killer instinct squad? No. 2015 is gone. 2016, 17, 19 is gone. And I think the Warrior fan base need to wake up and smell the damn coffee. Merry Christmas, J.D. Merry Christmas, Robin. Always appreciate the call. Yeah, I will quibble with with some of the some of the comments about about Kevon Looney. I, I just won't quibble with if you're a Warrior fan that doesn't like it when the when the star players rest. Like I'm never gonna say hey because I, I that's not really how I get down either. But it was logical. It was announced. It does make sense. Players are dealing with little things. The last thing you want to do is have somebody maybe pop up with a with a positive test, and then and then you wind up, you know, maybe where if, if that person is back in the bay quickly, they can come back in a few days, as opposed to maybe you wind up not having them for a week and a half. Like all told, just th- this was a this was a game to do it if you were going to do it, and so uh, the Warriors wind up. Uh, just they, they take the L, but I think they take the L for some of the development of players, including Jonathan Kaminga, that, that haven't been playing as much. So uh, we'll go ahead and pause here, 888-957-9570. Uh, we'll hear from Steve Kirk coming back on the other side. Uh, it's John Dickinson here on Warriors Wrap-Up as the Raptors beat the Dubs tonight, 119-100 to on 95.7 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now back to warriors wrap up on 95.7 the game All right, John Dickinson with you, 888-957-9570. Warriors fall in Toronto. Raptors win it 119-100. to Warriors with nine available players in this one tonight. And Jonathan Kaminga goes for a career-high 26, 9-15 shooting uh, in 36 minutes. Knocked down 4-3 at the free-throw line. Made four of six from the free-throw line. Did have six turnovers. I think the Warriors would like to see him have more than one rebound uh, and be a little bit more aggressive uh, on that front. Uh, and, and he was a, a minus 17, but a, a tough ask uh, for the Warriors starters of Chioza, Lee, uh, Kaminga, Toscano Anderson, and Looney going up against uh, Fred Van Vliet and Gary Trent Jr., Chris Boucher, OG Ananobi, and, and Scotty Barnes, who was terrific uh, in, in this game. Barnes and Van Vliet leading the way for the Raptors in this one as they uh, blow the Warriors out tonight uh, to be expected for sure. Uh, but uh, I think the Warriors would, would sign up for a, a big-time game of development from, from Jonathan Kaminga and the line and the experience and, and just the, the the way that he was able to get out there and, and, and run free and, and really uh, just make an impact on things uh, all throughout the night. Uh, he really flashed and I think you know made a case – uh, to where you know maybe Steve Kerr at some point gets a little bit more comfortable with uh, having the ability to to put him on the floor a little bit more. I think I think there isn't much to take from this game, big picture for for really any other individual on the Warriors, positive or negative. The game basically ran as expected, as far as I'm concerned. But I do think, as far as Jonathan Kaminga goes, it, it's it's a big time step for him to play the way that he did. Uh, in, in his growth and in his development uh, of, of a younger player. We'll hear from Jonathan Kaminga coming up here in just a moment. L- let's go ahead and hear from Steve Kerr, though, right now as he met with me- the media uh, inside the Scotiabank Arena in Toronto following the loss. Everything surrounding it, what can you actually learn from those on the court today? Oh, there's plenty to learn. You know, a lot of uh, tape for our young guys to watch. Um, you know, some things they did well and a lot of things that uh, – 
that we could have done better. And um, but every, every game is valuable. Every every minute played is valuable for for young players. So um, you know, I I uh, I thought we played a lot better in the second half. Uh, competed better. I thought the first half we were on our heels and uh, didn't didn't have a lot of juice and and confidence. Um, but Toronto played well, and they uh, they had a lot to do with that. JK, uh, 26 points. What did, you, what did you see from him tonight? Uh, well, JK's a uh, dynamic athlete. I mean, he's uh, powerful, explosive. He can get downhill. Um, so you see the potential. Um, it's great to see him knock down some three-point shots. Uh, that's going to be a big part of his development. Um, he's got to get more than one rebound, you know, in, in 36 minutes, uh, especially with that kind of athletic uh, ability and frame. Um and, um, you know, he had six turnovers, so uh, he kind of showed um, how talented he is, how young he is, um, how high his ceiling is, and how far he has to go all in, in one night. So, um, but that's the whole point of getting him reps, and, and um, it was fun to see him out there. You mentioned his three-point shot. You kind of struggled with that so far this season. Um, is that when you see him open from deep and there's no in front of him, do you want to see him taking those shots or do you want to see him driving them He's going to need to make some shots, you know, some threes uh, to to be able to build an offensive game. You know, I, I think so much of um, a young player's development is figuring out, all right, what am I in this league? Uh, what, what position do I play? Uh, what's my game? And today, in, in today's game, um, to be a, a really top-level play, player, um, Almost without exception, you ha you have to you have to be able to knock down perimeter shots, um, and I, I think for him that's going to be the case. So um, I want him shooting threes. I want him shooting open threes, um, but I want him to to recognize um, when to shoot, when to drive, when to pass, and those are all um, things that it sounds simple, but it's not simple. The NBA game moves really quickly. A lot of stuff is happening. And the only way you can figure that out is with, with a lot of reps. And um, that's why, um, you know, we're going to keep sending him to Santa Cruz, let him play a lot, and and uh, also bring him bring him along uh, in Golden State. So it's all part of the plan. Obviously, Moses, too, is going to be going between Santa Cruz and you guys. Um, we saw 37 points a couple weeks ago at Santa Cruz, and maybe a little bit tougher going offensively when he gets the NBA. What does that say about just, like, the difference in competition level and, and what the next steps he has to take as a, as a player? Yeah, Moses is going to be a really good player in this league. He's got a good feel. Um, he, he, these last two nights have been good for him just to, you know, to feel the athleticism and um, – to, to get reps, to, to figure out, you know, his own spots. And, and uh, again, you know, having this kind of uh, action on tape, um, we'll be able to watch film with both those guys and um, they'll, they'll learn a lot. And just bigger picture, if you come down three to from this road trip, uh, a success. Yeah. Big success to, to go three and two. Uh, on a tough trip with two backs back to backs, um, and obviously very shorthanded tonight. Um, really proud of the guys, and um, now we've got to get some rest and uh, bounce back pretty quickly uh, with the game on uh, Monday night. Hey, coach. I, I just wanted to ask about uh, Clay Thompson. Like, uh, obviously, we hear that he's supposed to be coming back relatively, uh, relatively soon. Is what I know. Um, like, what does his addition with this current group, like, 
So how does that raise the ceiling of um, what you guys can currently do? Well, he's Clay Thompson. You know, he's um, he's an all-star. He's one of the great shooters of all time. He's an excellent two-way player. Um, so we automatically get better when Clay um, comes back and uh, joins the lineup. And so we're all looking forward to that. And then it will be a matter of him you know, finding his rhythm, getting his uh, his footing after being out for over two years. Uh, it's not going to be easy, but he's been working his butt off for uh, a long time. And uh, nobody deserves this more than Clay. So we're really excited to, to get him back. And uh, we'll see when that is. It's, it's, it's going to be soon. Um, but um, we will we will become a better team the, the instant he walks onto the floor. Yeah, I don't think there's much doubt about that. Steve Kerr checking in uh, following this one, and, and exactly when that will be uh, still remains to be seen. And it seems uh, with some of the reporting that's come out over the last couple of days that that is, in fact, now going to dip into January and dip into 2022, whether it's the early part of January, the first half of January, or it winds up uh, into that seven-game homestand stretch that begins uh, a month from today on January the 18th. The Warriors begin a homestand with the Pistons. Uh, Clay Thompson's return still very much on the horizon, uh, and the Warriors at 24-6 and six in 30 games without him. I know a lot of the conversation was, hey, could they be 18-12 and 12 in, in 30 games uh, here uh, when that was around the mark of, of when he potentially could come back? And the Warriors have, have not only beat that, but they've beat that handily uh, and, and gotten up into the, the mid-20s, uh, and uh, that's even with them basically taking a, a schedule loss and sending everybody home uh, tonight. So they're, they're in great shape, all told. Uh, I think it became really almost a no-brainer to make the decision to sit players out uh, once they got that third win in Boston last night. Uh, and then uh, you, you look at, at what this team uh, has able to accomplish and, and you make sure everybody can, can get home, get the weekend off. You come back, you get through that Sacramento game uh, as the Kings are dealing with their own health and safety protocols issues. And then you get a couple of more days and try and get back in a rhythm against uh, a Memphis team that's had the Warriors number, although no John Morant. And then everybody's going to be looking forward to uh, the matchup with the Phoenix Suns. Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Uh, also, uh, Steve Kerr there on, on Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, he was all over it. Uh, the, the rebounds and the turnovers, I thought his answer was was brilliant with respect to just, hey, Kaminga showed the ceiling and the talent and the raw ability, but also showed the things that, that he needs to work on if he is going to, to be more of a regularly trusted rotation piece in in some of the bigger games. But But regardless of all of that, I think if you're – if you're Steve Kerr and you're Bob Myers and you're the Warriors front office and you're Joe Lacob, you got to be, be feeling really good to this point about the development of Jonathan Kaminga because you haven't needed him to win games and you've been able to, to get him a lot of minutes in a game like tonight. You've been able to pepper him in from time to time in some other games. You've been able to send him to the G League and play him a lot. Uh, and, and so I, I think really when you look at it, the, the development – schedule right now for Kaminga is in a a very, very, very uh, good place. All right, uh, let's go ahead and get to our Steph Curry three-point update, and then we're going to hear from Jonathan Kaminga himself following this one. Uh, your Steph Curry three-point update uh, brought to you by Masterclass, uh, as Steph Curry uh, obviously not adding 
to his three-point total uh, in this ballgame tonight as he didn't play uh, in the ballgame tonight. So Steph remains uh, at 153s, just a tick under 40%, 150 of 377. So 153 point makes uh, for Steph Curry. That will carry on into Monday in the game against the Kings. Uh, Masterclass lets you learn from over 100 world-class instructors anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Get 15% off your annual membership at masterclass.com slash the game. All right, tonight was all about Jonathan Kaminga and his night. Let's hear from the man himself, an early career night uh, for the man wearing double zero. Let's uh, let's hear from J.K. following this one. Longest run, biggest stretch of minutes uh, with your career. How did you feel like that went for you? Uh, basically, I knew I was going to get a lot of minutes today. Uh, since we didn't have a lot of guys, uh, so, you know, with that being said, I had to just come out here and play as hard as I can. I had to deserve, I had to play hard for me to get those minutes. Because if I was going out there and I didn't do what I need to do, it was going to take me out right away. So I had to just go out there and play hard. Uh, Why is that such an important part of your game to develop? Because uh, most of the time, a lot of teams don't always get stuck up if they know you always just drive and do stuff like that. And especially with the team we got here, we play with a lot of spacing, so if somebody kicked you the ball in the corner, you just got to stay ready and hit that three. So I've been working on that most of the time in Germany every day and just trying to get better at it. Do you find yourself, like, leading one way or another when, when you get the ball and you have that space in front of you? Do you, do you have the, the urge to drive or the urge to, to shoot? Uh, like I always say, my game being, most of the time, my game is driving to the hoop every time. So I'm always staying consistent and driving, but if you give me a lot of space, it's going Make me just want to shoot the ball, but first thing, the focus point thing is me attacking the rim at first. How have you felt about your rookie season so far? Uh, I mean, it's been a lot of setting down. Uh, I'm just learning and growing around everybody and just trying to be a sponge and get whatever I'm going to get and learn from there and grow from there. What's been the key to being patient? Uh, the key is just trust the process. Uh, trust the process. Uh, like I said, be a sponge, just listen to everything to tell you and work every day, every day, work hard and get better. The situation's pretty unique coming in here with such a developed roster already. Um, but nights like tonight kind of give you a glimpse of what could be and what some of your other peers have been doing a lot of the time this season. Just, uh, do you feel like the situation you're in is the best one for you and beneficial in all of your development? I would say it's great. Uh, it's a great situation. Uh, there's days I come here and play, there's days I don't play. And that's just a learning lesson. Uh, and it's a long season. Uh, so you just got to stay ready every day. And I feel like I'm in a good situation because I'm learning every single day. What are some of the things that you learn when you're not seeing the court as much? Uh, most of the time, just seeing how people move in the court, uh, off the court, how to just be yourself. Uh, and I think I think pretty much that's it. Are there certain guys that you're looking to more than, more than most for that kind of guidance? I mean, like I say, I'm a sponge. Uh, it don't matter if somebody like Moody tell me something, I'm going to pick up and just listen and learn. Uh, that goes for with everybody. Any, anything they tell me, I always keep up with it and pick up and just learn from there. All right, so Jonathan Kaminga there uh, talking about, uh, I think the biggest takeaway really uh, is 
his willingness to you know, slash and and have that attacking uh, you know, be a, a big part of, of his game. He did that a lot. I ran off some of the plays. I basically tried to jot down every play <laughs> that, that, that Kaminga made, kind of good or bad, tonight. Just a lengthy list. It was sort of the, the one little project for this one. I mean, he had a wild drive on Boucher that was that was blocked. Uh, he, he changed a shot at the rim. He, he ran the floor for a, for a nice dunk on a, on a feed from, from Chris Chioza. Uh, he he got a dunk off a of Toronto made basket as, as he beat the Raptors back uh, down the floor. Uh, he, he drove off a broken play, basically one step uh, into a, a, a dunk, and and so I think that's that's the biggest takeaway was the ease and the confidence by which he was able to make maybe one move and 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 just get to the basket and, and be in position to go up and score or be in position to, to go up and, and get fouled. Uh, he took a, he took a two for one, three late in the third, uh, you know, with a, with a, it probably took it a second or two later than you'd want, but left the Warriors with a, an opportunity to get a, a final shot and bagged the, the, the two for one, three at the, at the end of the third quarter. Uh, and, and so I, I think, you know, hit a left wing three late in the ball game as as things were decided to to wind up uh, it being four for six from from three point range for the game. But I, I think the three point shooting and the ability to to really slash and 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 get to the bucket and and do it confidently, a lot of the positives because tonight tonight he played more like a wing, and I think that's the big question: is can he play more like a wing in the in the Warriors system? And, and be successful and, and play with the other group of players that are going to have to be out there with other bigs, or does he have to be the big, uh, you know, to, to be able to, to be functional uh, all told. So I think that that is sort of what I was wanting to see, and I think it was pleasant surprise, probably a little bit strong, but just the ability to, to attack and do that and play more like a wing than a big in more of an open environment where his game is is right there. Uh, and, and, and on full display. Now, it's how do you put that game back in a box when you're playing with Steph and when you're playing with Draymond and when you're playing with others? And, and can you, you know, make the, the necessary steps at that point uh, to, to, you know, make a positive impact? I think that's going to be uh, the key question. All right, uh, final uh, 10, 12 minutes or so here. John Dickinson on Warriors wrap-up as the Raptors get the better of the dubs. Let's go ahead and bring in uh, our, our good friend, uh, Nick Friedel here for a, for a quick hitter uh, to close out the night, to close out the week. Uh, missed Nick this morning on uh, Warriors this week as he uh, was traveling home, uh, just like Steph and, and Draymond and, and Andrew Wiggins and, and everybody else. What's, uh, what's going on, Nick? How are you? I'm just glad to be back in the Bay, my man, because the day started in Boston, flew to Newark, then had a nice little delay. And then said on that plane, anybody goes east to west on any kind of regular basis knows just how long that flight can be. So when I landed, it was right about the time Kerr was starting his pregame in Toronto. And I was going, oh, I am happy to be back where the sunshine is. Yeah, absolutely. And and just, I mean, give us a feel. I mean, it, it was setting up, I thought, since Monday when there was all the chatter a week ago tonight 
are the Warriors going to rest some guys in Indiana? That never made sense to me. I remember even hitting you after the after the game. Like, did did that actually get talked about? And I know Mark Stein had had, had uh, put that out there a, a few days early. It, it 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 didn't make a lot of sense to have Indiana be the day. Today made a lot of sense when you look at at Canada and maybe banking some wins on a trip and and some of the the. Uh, logistical red tape that maybe you have to go through to get in and out of the country successfully during COVID times. Uh, I know you didn't make that trip. You came home. Uh, our buddy Anthony Slade came home. Just what was the process like of, of sort of how that decision kind of played out uh, to where it wasn't worth it? Because I think it, it wound up kind of being the same for the Warriors, Nick. Like, yeah, it's just not worth it. Let's, let's get these guys home. JD, the running joke <laughs> with the beat writers was if the Warriors could have forfeited that game and just said, "Okay, <laughs> Raptors, you got it, you win," <laughs> like we'll see you, we'll see you later, and not gone to Canada. That's what they would have done because it just there's there's so much red tape going on up there. It was why Steph and company didn't even make the trip because, as we know and we've seen now with a couple teams. If you get a if you test positive in Canada, then you sit in Toronto for ten days in in quarantine, and and those are the rules up there. So uh, the Warriors were just happy to to get out of there. Seems like everybody else is healthy, uh, but I think this has been brewing for the last few days, and every time. One of us that asked it was, uh, you know, the, the conversations are, are ongoing. We'll see what happens. I do think there was a chance if they had won that game in Philly that they would have sat Steph uh, and probably Draymond and Andre for for that indie game. But because they lost it, it changed the whole schedule and tenor of the week. Now, luckily for Steph, because he wanted to break it in the garden, he had an off night in Indy. And he was able to have that that nice moment with Reggie and with Ray Allen. But that is the the key here and the reason why the schedule ended up looking like it did. When you factor in that it was at the end of the trip and you factor in that the protocols in Canada are different than they are in the U.S., it just made a lot of sense. And the Warriors were willing to punt this loss for the greater good of the next couple weeks. Yeah, and I can't imagine a scenario where somebody winds up uh, in the health and safety protocols and all of a sudden, you know, maybe something where a guy's asymptomatic and could come back in in two or three days, maybe has to miss one game, turns into, yeah, you're not going to have somebody for tonight, you're not going to have somebody Monday, you're not going to have somebody Thursday, you're not going to have somebody on Christmas, and yeah, you you probably aren't going to have them for the game right after Christmas uh, against Denver either. Uh, that that that's a scenario that that I don't think would have sat too well uh, w- with anybody, and and I think it's it's clear also just with what you're talking about with respect to just not getting the Philly. They had they wanted to get three, like they wanted to get three of the four. Yeah. It, it sounds like, and if they got three of the four, they were going to do tonight no matter what. But they wanted to tr- go all in to make sure they got three of the four ahead of tonight. And that's why we heard Steve Kerr say what he said last night in Boston. Because, J.D., you, uh, you and I both heard the same thing. Eh, it's a free swing <laughs> in yeah. Toronto. And you thought, all right, well, there you go. There's there's what's going to happen roster-wise. 
in this game, but it just it makes sense for the Warriors to do what they did. It was a successful trip. They got some hard-fought wins. The, the reality is they really haven't been playing that well when you, when you measure what they did earlier in the season. But what's getting them through and has gotten them through all year is the defense because they, they have offensive flaws and they have some issues they're going to have to correct. Certainly getting Clay back will help alleviate some of those concerns. But defensively, they've just been really, really good, and that has carried them through the first couple months here, and that will carry them through to whenever Clay does get back on the floor and starts to find his rhythm again. Uh, let's talk a little bit, a couple more minutes here with, with Nick Friedel as, as he's back in the Bay uh, safe and sound. And, uh, Nick, we're going to we're gonna close out the year strong, uh, it looks like, uh, here over the course of uh, the, the final week of the year. We got some, we got some shows coming up together, brother. We're going we're gonna to have a good time through the holidays here. Uh, closing out 2021, so very much looking forward to that. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga became the headliner tonight with, with Jordan Poole in the health and safety protocols and, and everybody else getting the night off. I, I think if you accept the fact that you're going to take the loss uh, if you're the Warriors uh, tonight, I, I think you probably couldn't have drawn up a better a better script as far as Jonathan Kaminga coming out and being their best player on the floor. And look, had one rebound, had a bunch of turnovers, but having him do what he did and play the way that he did is a hell of a lot better than if Chris Chioza had had that game. You're listening to KGMC FM. It's exactly what you want to see. In this kind of moment, J.D., uh, you you are right on it because if if you are a Warriors fan, you want to see development in your younger players, and we saw some of that tonight. And I know he didn't play very well in his brief minutes last night in Boston, but Moody got that experience being in the starting lineup and 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 trying to be active on both ends. So uh, for Kaminga to play the way he did tonight is a good sign for him to shoot it. The way he did from the outside, and that's the, the outside. That's a better sign, and you just take that experience when you can get it because that was the key for the Warriors all year, and and has been. They don't want to be reliant on younger players. They the way they were at times last season, and when you have these moments, and there are going to be more of them over the course of the next few months, where you've got to rest your veteran guys and you got to make sure that they're fresh. You want Kaminga to come out and play the way he did. So there are definitely things he can improve upon. I was listening earlier. I think you were on top of it with the way Kerr spelled it out because he showed that he was a rookie, but he showed you he's got unbelievable talent as well. So the signs are there, and the Warriors should feel really good about the picks that they made and the way that both of those players are coming along and, and the way that uh, they're going to look even uh, more different uh, a few more months from now with a few more NBA games and G League games under their belts. All right, you're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HD1 San Francisco and Odyssey Station. Uh, 
brought to you by DuckDuckGo, Privacy Simplified. It's uh, John Dickinson here on Warriors Wrap-Up as the Raptors win it 119-100. to Nick Friedel joining me for just a couple of minutes here as we uh, tie a bow on the week, tie a bow on the Warriors road trip as they now sit at 24-6. At and six. I thought the fact that he played, and, and, and lately we've had this debate, and we had it last week on, on the show, the debate about is he more of a big or more of a wing? He was more of a wing tonight, and, and I, I think that that's that's something that makes you salivate a, a little bit more. And, and look, it, it's almost maybe a case where is he going to have to play more like a big in a more simplified game when he's out there with the main guys in winning time type situations to whereas tonight he could just kind of let it all hang out because he was their most talented player on the floor, even at 19 years old. And if you are believing JD that he can help you potentially in a playoff run, you would think at least this year that that help would be more than welcome on the wing and showing what he could do, uh, again, in brief glimpses tonight. And it's not to say that they couldn't use some, some help down low. We know what Looney's limitations are. We know that it's very unclear what Wiseman is going to be able to give right away. But this group can rely on Kaminga to come in and be that kind of energy-changing youngster off the bench who is bouncing all over the floor. And we've seen it at times throughout the season. We saw it again tonight. When you have that type of athleticism and you have that type of length and you can get uh, around where you need to be defensively, and J.D., even from now compared to a couple months before, it looks like he's really picking up where he needs to be there were a lot of good signs if you're the Warriors and Jonathan Kaminga, and he's just got to keep stringing together those good moments over the rest of the regular season. All right, uh, final minute here, Nick, and I, I just I, I got to ask you about about Jordan Poole. He he winds up in the in the health and safety protocols. It, it was the biggest win for the Warriors. The fact that they were able to secure all of the negative tests that they needed to, to get everybody back home uh, following this game. I know, I know that was uh, something that was discussed in the lead-up to this one it, it, because anytime one player winds up in the health and safety protocols, and especially in the last week, that has turned into multiple players. So for the Warriors to not have to deal with that yet, We'll see what happens tomorrow. We'll see what happens as we get into Monday and the early part of next week. But just kind of how, how big of a relief is that for the Warriors to at least know they can get get everybody back uh, in the Bay and, and, and kind of do a little bit of a mini reset? And, and I know lips are tight as far as the, the pool situation goes, but do you have any, any sense on just what that situation is, is whether it's a couple of days or, or something that might be a little bit more serious. Well, first and foremost, J.D., it's just huge that, that Jordan was the only one uh, who, at least only player that, that went, is in the protocols now. Steph hinted at it last night. There are a few staff members that are in as well. But for the Warriors to go east and to only have one person, one player, I should say, affected, that is a huge win for them. Now, as far as the short term with whenever Jordan Poole is going to come back, 
Steve Kerr just wasn't touching it. He said, I, I, I'm not getting into it. But as we focus on what is in front of the Warriors, it was obvious in these last couple of games they missed that presence off the bench, especially with that second group. And I know he's been starting, and I know he's been playing well, 18 points a game. But where they were really missing pool, J.D., was when he would come in with the reserves during that second wave, and, and they just didn't have a lot of consistent scoring to go with. So uh, Poole has been really important for this group. Anybody who's watched uh, can see that he has really developed even more. But as far as how many more games they expect him to miss, they are not being very open about that right now, and understandably so given what's going around the league. Yeah, no, no, no question. I know among among those in the the Warrior traveling party, the the, the great Jim Barnett tweeted out that that he was a, an asymptomatic case and 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 chilling in, in Boston. Uh, we obviously wish Jim the best. Reached out to him today and and, and shot him a text to, just to make sure he's doing well as as beloved a, a figure doing the analyst work on the radio now TV for a long time as there is. Uh, so we, we certainly uh, you know, send our best to him and, and anybody else, obviously, in that in that traveling party or members of the staff that are that are in the protocols and, and hoping for asymptomatic and 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 a quick return to uh, some normalcy as everybody tries to to get through uh, this holiday season. Nick, uh, great stuff. Appreciate you taking uh, just a couple of minutes out here to uh, tie up uh, some loose ends here uh, on this road trip. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you again next week. Th- thanks, buddy. Always, my man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, Nick Friedel of ESPN there uh, taking uh, about 10 minutes or so as we uh, close things up here on a Saturday night for Warriors wrap-up. Raptors uh, get the better of the Warriors, 119 to 100. Uh, The Raptors did wind up at exactly 50% shooting, uh, so the Warriors' string of uh, holding teams sub-50 uh, that string uh, winds up uh, coming to an end. Warriors now 10-4 and four on the road. Uh, that was a 31-game streak of, of holding opponents under 50, uh, which is the fifth longest in, in franchise history. Uh, the Raptors able to hit exactly 50, 45 for 90 uh, tonight to, to break that. Uh, career high for Jonathan Kaminga in his first career start. And uh, layoff Kevon Looney. He was in double figures and and had uh, double digits in the first half as the the lone the lone soldier among the starters that that had to uh, make the trek up to uh, up to Toronto. A lot of love for Kevon Looney, uh, you know, for being for being the one guy that that that, that had to make it up there and, and and get through this one so the Warriors could get everybody else uh, back safely. All right, that'll do it for me. Uh, Good stuff tonight. Uh, Appreciate the help of everybody uh, in our San Francisco studios uh, from Brian to Sterling to Craig uh, and and anybody else that uh, I may have missed as well. Uh, I'll be back uh, throughout the week here on 95.7 The Game, so keep it locked right here. We got you covered. Warriors and the Sacramento Kings. That is what is next up for the Dubs. 5.30 for Warriors Live uh, with the Warriors back at Chase Center to take on the Sacramento Kings. All right, Raptors win it tonight, 119-100. to You heard it all right here in your home for Warriors basketball, 95-7 the game. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend over here! Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 